0: And welcome back to the Traveling on Radio show. This is Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, your original traveling enthusiast, and we're having a great conversation with James Keblis from the Mayor's Office of Film and Music in Seattle. And uh, James, when we went out to break, that that music coming back has just put me in a mellow mood. So I'm I'm feeling (laughs) sultry. (laughs) Um, But uh,
1: watch out.
0: Well, but before we went out, you know Ian uh, uh, had touched on you guys had touched on a little bit about um, you know obviously the neighborhoods or what have you, but you also have Seattle has some great musical festivals during your um your 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 season, which is I think the summertime. Seattle's a little bit like Michigan in Michigan we have construction time in winter. Those are our yeah, seasons.
1: They, yeah. So. Yeah. In Michigan, it's just gray, you know. Well, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But,
0: uh, but, but you have some great music festivals in Seattle um, during, during the summer. Tell us a little bit about those festivals and when they're held and what you have coming up this summer.
2: Well, it's like you said, you know, we have in Seattle, we have three months of good weather that we can count on. <laughs> so what we do is we take all year's worth of programming and festivities and combine them into three months. So that's why it's so rich here in the summertime. But, uh, you know, from the beginning of summer to the end of it, there's it, hardly a weekend that can go by without some major festival going on, and music is the centerpiece of all of that. And it begins with folk life. It's, um, it's a great uh, roots festival. That happens at the Seattle Center campus, right under the shadow of the Space Needle. Fantastic! Um, always bring in some of the great people playing roots music in American Day, and actually from around the world. So it's a fantastic way to start out the summer. And then we go into you know Sea Fair, which is a great celebration of water in our area, which is known for water, and uh, music is right at the forefront of that. And the Capitol Hill Block Party, which is really a young. Small but uh, emerging festival that's happening in, in one of our most vibrant neighborhoods. It takes over about seven city blocks, and uh, you know it's right in the grittiness of the of the concrete and landscape. And then it's capped with our with our biggest festival, which is Bumper Shoot. And this is a fantastic festival, not only because it always brings in some of the top performers playing today, but it also combines music with art in a really unique way that I think makes it stand out from the rest of the major festivals in the country. Mm-hmm. We're always in the top five, but you know when I go to those festivals, they're fantastic. You see such a great live music, and they're seeing four or five different music stages. But what I that's kind of it. It's kind of a one trick pony. And with this one here in Bumper Shoot, they combine the music. You know, there's you know dozens of stages, and uh, but if you're tired of that, you can go on over and see some amazing art installations, there's a literacy program, there's a film festival happening at the same time, there's a comedy festival happening during this, all within the same grounds of the Seattle Center, and when you want to walk away for a second, you're just a uh, you know, couple blocks from the heart of downtown, and it's, it's a great festival in that regard, I, I like it quite a bit.
0: Yeah, it sounds like an Art Basel with, with music.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you all, music is it. Don't get me wrong. It's a music festival through and through with mm-hmm. a Memorial Stadium, you know, that holds uh, tens of thousands of people um, and lots of other smaller stages. But, uh, you know, sometimes you want to get away from that. And that's, that's what Seattle's all about, too. Seattle's um, so interesting in that way. You know, where we, we bring music, but we mix it up with uh, arts and we mix it up with other kinds of expressions as well. We do this all through our lives every day.
0: Now, for those uh, of our radio family uh, listening, does your website, does the Seattle uh, City website, have travel packages that uh, people can tap into, uh, you know, to, to come out uh, to, uh, you know, participate in any of these festivals?
2: don't year-round, but we do have one for bumper shoot that comes at the end of summer. So uh, we start posting that here in about a few months. So if they come and visit us in a few months or sign up for the newsletter, those things will be available.
1: Now, one of the things I wanted to uh, ask about is uh, is really the live music and the uh, radio scene there in Seattle, because Seattle has had a lot of non-commercial radio that has really helped to bring to the forefront uh, many of the artists that we've come to love and enjoy over, over the past several decades. Talk to us a little about that.
2: Well, that's a big part. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, Seattle has been really fortunate in that we've had a lot of independent distribution of our music. We have really strong independent radio. We have strong independent record stores. We have uh, a lot of independent venues, and that independence has given us a good tie to our local music, you know, uh, folks and gets that out there and if you know if we were just tied into some of the more mainstream stuff i don't think we would have the success uh... there are we have probably six or seven independent radio stations in the w- within the listening distance of seattle and they play you know the dj's are playing what they want to play, what they just saw Saturday night, or their friends' band, come, you know, coming up next weekend, and so that when that gets out there in the airwaves like that, that's how we kind of create that critical mass and that tipping point for artists to have some success and then move on to the next level. And uh, our crown jewel of all, all of that is KEXP. It started out as a a little college radio station on the University of Washington campus, and now is one of the, arguably the most uh, the largest terrestrial and internet radio station in the world I mean they, what they 've done with technology and um, streaming and uh, it 's just amazing to watch what they do in fact, they just opened up um, a syndicated program in New York. They are, they have the whole six to noon show in New York now. So they're capturing even four, 14 million uh, more audience members, and those are the those are the people that we want here in Seattle music, and uh, that's that's how we get our our name and our reputation and our identity out there.
1: And, and again, what's, what is great about that Seattle music map, it includes some of these radio stations that you've mentioned uh, to our audience here. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, uh, also another significant attraction that's on that music map, and I think a lot of people probably have, have heard about, but a chance for you to elaborate on, is the Experience Music Project, which was uh, funded by one of the world's wealthiest men, Paul Allen, uh, who, who's a big Jimi Hendrix fan, and I understand he acquired many of the artifacts that are that are in the museum. Could you tell us about uh, about the experience music project?
2: Yeah, well, you know, Seattle's lucky. I, t- I tell you, we are so lucky. To have one of the world's richest men be a huge music lover <laughs> and want to invest that back in the community is a great asset. And uh, that's what the EMP is. It's, it uh, really started out as a Jimi Hendrix Museum. Uh, uh, Paul Allen is a big Jimi Hendrix fan, has a lot of memorabilia and... and uh items from Jimmy's life and he but then it, it grew it grew into uh, more than that and there's a great Northwest Passage exhibit there's always a rotating exhibit from everything from you know the music of Disney to Bob Dylan and you name it and some of those exhibits are actually traveling around the country and world right now and you know it's just one of those places that you can walk into and, and really get a sense of uh, what music means to Seattle but also what music means to American pop culture and that's that's a great Play, you know, That's a great kind of establishment to have in your city. And so when folks come here, I strongly recommend they go in. There's also some interactive uh, rooms that you can get into and learn how to play instruments within about three or four minutes and uh, little kind of recording studios and all kinds of uh, ways for folks to have some fun.
0: So perhaps I can bring my cello there and uh, practice a little bit, huh? There you go.
2: There you go. Good start that's for cool. you. And uh, and
1: and for those who, who love architecture, this building is truly one of the most interesting buildings. It's one of those Frank Gehry buildings, uh, one of those <laughs> organic designs. So that in and of itself is is worth a trip to see. There. You will
2: have an opinion when you see it.
1: <laughs> now, James, I wanted to ask you about when we come to Seattle, and, and it looks like we will probably be there sometime this fall, where are we going to go out and eat?
2: Well, um yeah, I'm going to have you over for dinner at my place for sure. <laughs> All, <Beyond> right.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: All right. right. I'm that. You know we, we do salmon. I got to do it myself. It's hard to take you out to some other place when I know I can do it. But uh but you know, I got to take you to Dick's Burgers, you know, we, there's a, there's a burger chain here, it's probably about three or four places, called Dick's, and uh, they make the best burgers I've, I've had, and uh, that's also where Sir Mix-a-Lot, right. one of our famous hip-hop artists, um, uh, glamorizes and what his song Posse on Broadway and it's a great place you go. Hey, we'll go out and have, go see some live music and end the night with a Dicksburger. It's pretty good. Uh Then we got some great Asian food. We have, I mean, Seattle's a food town through and through. Mm-hmm. I think I heard one statistic that we have more restaurants per capita than any other place besides San Francisco. Um, you know, we just we, we do love to eat up here. We have some good cooks, so we'll take you out.
0: Well, Seattle, uh, Seattle is truly my uh, my my growing second home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if you can make it through the, win- the gray winters, you're gonna love
0: it. Well, I grew up in Michigan, so I lived there in London. Go. I'm used to it, used to it. But uh, James, we really appreciated uh, having you on today, and and really what what. Wetted our appetites and hopefully our uh, radio family's appetites to visit Seattle. I mean, it really is a spectacular city. I haven't been to Seattle in in several years now, so we're due for a a chance, some time to come back.
2: We'd love to have you.
0: Thank you so much for being
1: with us. Thank you for the opportunity. This is a periodic series that we're going to be doing on Music Cities. We've done Memphis. We've Mm -hmm. just covered Seattle. We're going to cover a lot of the other places like Nashville, Detroit, Cleveland, uh, Athens, and Austin. So stay tuned for these features on traveling on radio
0: yeah and you know as we mentioned at the top of the hour the 25th anniversary of the French Quarter Festival is coming up next weekend there's still a few hotel rooms available and still some good flights we just uh, booked our flights I think last week uh, and we'd really love to have you down there to celebrate our live broadcast from the French Quarter and um, you know we, we we will have a little party just for our listening audience. That's right. That's
1: right. <laughs> we are going to bring bring it home.
0: Absolutely.
1: So to speak. And so. you know, we,
0: we'll have some beads. We've, we we'll have some beads for you and all sorts of fun things. But uh, if you missed today's show, um, this broadcast or this show will be rebroadcast on Tuesday on Talk Zone. And just visit our website traveln oncom dot and click on the radio page, and then click on the Talk Zone logo at the top. And with our second broadcast that we do on Voice America, you just go to the same place and click on uh, Voice America. We're Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, your travel enthusiast. And as always, it's been a pleasure to travel with you today, and we look forward to spending time with you again next week. Same time, same frequency. Until then, happy travels.